When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hi, healers. Allison here. So I want to talk to y'all a little bit about one of our new sponsors, BetterHelp. I'm so excited to tell you about this online counseling platform because as a licensed therapist, I'm a huge advocate of mental health awareness and truly believe in providing affordable counseling services to anyone, anywhere. Let's face it, there's so many areas in the United States and around the world that can make it so difficult to find affordable counseling. And especially if you live in a more rural area, it can be really hard to find a counselor, which is why I love this online platform. BetterHelp is an online mental health healing platform that provides online counseling and matches you with your own licensed professional therapist. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's a professional counseling service done securely online and is available worldwide. What's even better is that there are a number of different licensed counselors who specialize in all different areas of mental health. BetterHelp makes it so easy to log on to your account at any time and contact your therapist directly. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses and can schedule as many weekly video or phone sessions as you would like. As a therapist, I know that it's not always possible to find the right therapist for your needs, especially the very first time. So BetterHelp has actually made it so easy to facilitate great therapeutic matches. And if you don't find a connection with your first counselor, there's absolutely no charge to change counselors if you ever need to. How amazing is that? And if you find that you're struggling financially, they also have financial aid available. So we have a special offer for all Anxiety Chick listeners today. Sign up now and receive 10% off your first month. Just visit betterhelp.com slash the anxiety chicks. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P slash the anxiety chicks and join over 500,000 people who are taking charge of healing their mental health with an experienced counselor today. Hi, I'm Allison. And I'm Taylor. And together, we're the Anxiety Chicks. Each week, we will dive deep into a different topic about anxiety and the real-life experiences we all go through. While giving you all the top tools and tips you need for your journey to recovery. Our degrees may say therapist and dietitian, but together we are just real chicks on our own healing journeys too. Join us as we take you from panic to power and reduce the stigma of mental health. Remember, you're never alone and we're all in this together. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Anxiety Chicks podcast. I'm Allison Sepinera. And I'm Taylor. And we just wanted to say hello again and thank everyone for tuning in to us each week. Um, before we get into what we're going to talk about, which it might be a heavier episode, 
because both Taylor and I are kind of struggling a little bit more the past week. So uh, obviously we keep things real. So we talk about our lives and, um, but I wanted to, let's just have kind of like an update a little bit. I feel like we haven't in a while about like what's going on in our lives. And that might actually lead into our topic today (laughs) because of what's been going on. But anyway, what, how, tell everyone a little bit about what you've been going through and how you've been this past couple days. I think uh, I kind of updated I didn't update people, but I kind of gave like I insinuated a little bit last episode about how just getting back into the real world while everything is so uncertain is really hard for someone with health anxiety. Like it is like, what the heck? Like I just feel, I feel like nobody has control and that makes me more anxious. Like I feel like everybody, nobody is like being, not that nobody's being honest, but there's like so many different opinions in this world that it's it's a lot for someone with anxiety like or health anxiety. What? Okay. So you're talking about like, are you talking about COVID? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that, that's that's hard for me like with like entering the, the real world as in like being in like a big wedding. So this right. this weekend I was in a wedding and um, it, it's, it's just hard. Like it's, it's hard to be like, oh my gosh, like I'm about to be around. Like you go from like not being around people to being around 200 people. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's just like for that, for like the health anxiety component of me, it's just like hard to like shake those intrusive thoughts about right. what could happen. And then like I had people like <laughs> a couple people triggering me talking about some stories and I was just like, uh, I oh, probably God. shouldn't talk to you guys. So, uh, anyways, I was just, and then on top of everything, like I, I was in the wedding, so I just wanted it to be perfect mm-hmm. for the bride. Yeah. And then also like we stayed, we all stayed together the night before. So it's like staying in a unfamiliar location with like five or six girls up to like 2am and then waking up and hair and makeup starts, you know, bright, bright early in the morning. So it was just like a long weekend. I'm not like complaining at all. It's just like it's very, very draining for me. Like yeah. I'm the type of person who's like – like it's funny. At the wedding, I don't know if you saw my story, but I was like telling people I was like my social my social battery is hitting 10%. Like I am on low battery. Oh my gosh. Mode. I'm sure. <laughs> well, right, and everybody so- was laughing, but in my head I'm like, no, like I'm serious. <laughs> well, that's like a whole other layer, right? Like yeah. look about like being kind of – nervous about the health piece of things and yeah just having a lot of people around and also the social component right i think yeah. that's yeah like people that- don't understand like how a normal activity for some people is draining but when you have like anxiety and all yeah. these other thoughts that you're fighting the whole time it's so draining like and then you have those intrusive thoughts like what if you have a panic attack like during their ceremony or something or you cause a scene mm-hmm. you know like just like these like weird oh my thoughts gosh. Yeah. That could happen. It's like, oh my gosh, like that would like ruin. And I want nothing but like the best day for that person because I'm also like, I want to like make sure everything's perfect for everyone. So it was just like, uh, I texted Allison yesterday. I was like, hey, like you think you could push the podcast? Like, <laughs> and, oh, and then guys, I also started my period the same day. So it was just like whammy, whammy, whammy. Like I was just yeah. like, I'm going to be taken out. <laughs> I know. So right now I'm literally on my PJs because I don't have clients today and I am just taking the day for me. I'm like, my 
health, my mental health battery is low. And then on top of everything, my husband's brother's flying in today and I'm just like, I can't host. Oh no, it's hosting. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, yeah. Help. So you help. Need- Sending my red, my white flag. Oh my God. Well, <laughs> Waving honestly, my white flag. <laughs> I think that this is actually, you know, it's not going to be, hopefully you're okay as as we talk about this, because I know that you were saying that you don't no, know. No, my, my, my throat's feeling better. I, maybe I just but, don't talk that much. <laughs> yeah. Maybe I'm that socially isolated that I don't talk that much that one weekend did a number on my throat. Well, and then, you know, my health anxiety's mind, my health anxiety mind is like COVID. It's COVID. But like, it's only been a day, so. Right. No, of course. Of course. Well, and I, it's funny because when I was walking, I've had a terrible morning and like I actually had a pretty good weekend but we'll get into that but um I saw your like I don't know if it was your dinner but it looked appetizing I wanted it oh yeah that was last night was it caprese it it was like a burrata salad burrata cheese yeah it was really good um but I wasn't like really that hungry honestly because of everything um but this morning when you had you would ask me last night, I got the text from you about maybe pushing it back and knowing that like I can't in the next couple days. But even this morning, I knew I couldn't. And I still was like, well, maybe I don't know if I really want to today. So maybe I can. It's anxiety that makes you want to like, I'm so bad about that. I'm like, I'm like, I can't. Like I I literally, I can't. Like when I was uh, even texting you this morning, I just could not get out of bed. Like I, what, I got out of bed at like 940. Like I just could not. Like I was well, just like, I don't know what's going on. That so that's interesting because I actually got out of bed at like seven because I couldn't stay in bed. Oh, your I was text like was like six thirty. I was like, gosh. Yeah, I was literally like staring. And usually it's like I can like sleep, but I was so anxious that I I literally had to move my body. Hi, healers. It's Allison here. So I want to tell you a little bit more about how Taylor and I got started with our podcast and the platform we've been using which is anchor has been so user-friendly and so amazing i just want to tell anyone else out there that is thinking about starting a podcast anchor is the way to go first of all it's completely free so hello second of all there's so many creation tools that allow you to record and edit edit your podcast right from your phone or computer it's crazy i'm recording this right from my phone and it literally just looks like the record button on your videos or your instagram so it really is such a user-friendly platform and The coolest thing is, is you can add any song from Spotify directly to your episodes too. And the possibilities are seriously endless for what you can create, whether it's music analysis, your own radio show, or something the world's never even seen before. Anchor also distributes your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many other platforms. And you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. So it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And like I said, it's so user-friendly. I recommend Anchor. Go to anchor.fm to get started or the Anchor app. See you later, healers. So as I was walking, you know, because everyone knows that I like to move my body when I'm anxious so and be in nature. So, But I was thinking to myself, like, maybe I should just tell her that it's okay. Or maybe we could just skip this week because I just, and then I thought to myself, let's just do a short episode because we're both obviously struggling and that's what so many people can relate to. Right. <laughs> it's right. like when we're struggling. So I know. I was like, let's do an episode about 
the healing process and how it's not linear and how sometimes when you feel like things are, you know, you have things kind of under control or your healing is really, you know, you have this recipe of what works and your brain is really kind of starting to feel like you have control over your thoughts and it's not so intrusive so much. And then like, bam, you have a day again where you feel like it's like 10 years ago where you just started. Right. And I was just like, we have to do it because I, I, I posted a bunch of stories this morning about it and it got so many DMs, just people saying like, oh my gosh, yes. What, what is this? What, when this happens, how do you not get stuck in this just like spiral of thinking that like just being hopeless because you feel like you've done all this hard work and then why are you still having like all of these like doubts about yourself and like limiting beliefs about yourself like literally i don't know what's going on but i feel like it's like wait, wait, that i had you you haven't filled us in oh i don't even really know i i here there's a couple things i think that's coming up for me i'll tell you what's kind of been going through my mind i haven't updated everyone in a while about um my relationship and so there's a lot of stuff going on in my brain about that um but there's like other stuff in my life too but a lot of it is just maybe the inconsistencies of just having a relationship that I'm trying to figure out, right? So everything's good. We're together. I'm basically meeting his family in a couple of weeks, which will be nice. Um, but like there's a lot of things that are not traditional about our relationship. So we live pretty far away. He has a kid. We only see each other like two to three times a week. Like that's literally the only amount we can physically. And I'm trying to figure out like who I am. You're meeting like his family as in like his son or his extended no, family? No, not his son yet actually. Oh, okay. No, like his parents and then some of his side of the family. It's like a family okay, party. Okay. Um, and – and I still – but anyway, so I'm f- trying to figure out like who I am in a relationship because I don't really know who I am in like a relationship, which is – I think what I mean to say is in a healthy relationship because this is – it's been pretty healthy. Are you like waiting for something bad to happen? I almost feel like I am waiting for something bad to happen. That was part of my EMDR this morning was – Or feel like there's something bad that is happening that you just don't know about? Yeah. No, no, not not that. Mostly like I'm waiting for something bad to happen. Like I, I came to the conclusion that I think he doesn't know enough about my anxiety and I'm really, really anxious to talk to him about that. What makes you anxious about it? Because I don't think – I don't know if he'll be able to, like, handle. But but see, that's the layer that, like, is so beautiful to show in the beginning because it is you. It's yeah. a part of you and it doesn't make you less than. Like, I think, I think it makes you you. I think you're so caring and compassionate because you know what it's like to be – to struggle. And, like, that when I meet people who have anxiety, I'm like, they're the most – heartfelt people like they just love because they know what it feels like to not be loved like they know what it feels like to be so low and so I feel like honestly it's the most beautiful time to share who you are because if he doesn't want that and he says that's too much yeah bye no I know it's not worth your time because 
you are you have so much love to give. Mm-hmm. And if he can't see that anxiety is a part of you and not all of you, then that's his the, uh, that's his loss. Man. I agree. I agree. I 100% agree. So I I know this is something that is going to be hard for me to do, but like like you in dread, my mind you dread it. Like that's a hard deep like well, I was already big- like planning to break up with him instead of telling him about it. Sally. I know. So I was just like, that is ridiculous. Because like there's so much part of me that's like – It's self-sabotaging. That's like I'm going to end it before they can end it on Exactly. Like and I was walking and I was thinking that today. I'm like, why am I thinking that if I like tell him about this that he's just not going to want to be with me? And maybe maybe it will be too much. I mean maybe it will be like just not – honestly. And that's okay because not everyone – has it in them to like know to be around that. It's like a lot. So that's fine. But, you know, at this point, I'm just like, I, I'm just like so sick of like pretending that like, um, yeah, no, you don't need to pretend. It's like everything is like whatever all the time. And it's not, I don't even know how how you're doing that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I, I guess if you only see him a couple times a week, yeah, you could you could, right. you could put on a little show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Um, but what I'm I not. Know, like, I'm still being myself. That's the thing. I'm still right, being right. me. But, like. It's that one There's layer. still the scare. Yeah, like, there's still, like, the, the fear of just, like, saying everything that's on my mind because I'm, I don't want to, like, because I, I have some like – I'm even doing some stuff for my anxiety right now. Like I'm taking this like anxious attachment course, which has been amazing. And I've been learning so much more about my anxious attach- attachment. It's with Mark, Mark Groves and um, Sylvie – Sylvie, I forget her name, but she's pretty big on Instagram. Anyway, uh, you guys check it out. It's not like I'm not being paid to say this or anything, but I just <laughs> love Mark Groves. And he's awesome with relationship stuff. And so I'm taking this like course. I started this like EMDR, which is cool. So I'm just like doing different things to really just help myself through just like life, not even the relationship, but just through what's going on with my dad and like, you know, figuring out like the things that I love about my life and what fulfills me and all this stuff at like an older age, right? At like 41. But I haven't like told him about any of that. Like I don't share that with him like about all that stuff. And I- I feel like I need to like share with him more about that yeah. part of my life. That's a huge part of my life is like working on my anxiety and working on Literally. myself. And and so I um, will do that at some point. But I think like today is not how I've been feeling like more often than not, right? I've been feeling better more often, like not this. Right. But when these days, you, ha- you know, when these days happen though, it almost feels like there's such a setback and you All just the don't- thoughts come back. You forget about all the progress. Yeah. It's almost <laughs> like it like never happened. You're just like, we're back to square one and now I have to start over. But it's like, hold up. No, no, no. Like we are promised on this world to have hard days and there's mm-hmm. nobody- on this world. I always have to give myself this pep talk. There's nobody on this world who doesn't have a hard day or a bad day or wakes up and things are just, you know, they're not going right. Like today, I was like, you know, this is going to be one of those days if I try and push myself and get all the things done. So I've Mm -hmm. gotten to the point where like, if I know 
um, it, it's a bit of an off day. I'm like, this is a day for you. You need to reprogram yourself and you can't give other people energy if you're not giving, if you're not reloading your energy first. Yeah. And so I, I like know when I'm feeling those days because they're going to happen. Like, I think that's a big thing. I get DMs a lot is like, oh, I've been like doing all these things and like I had a great week and then all of a sudden I had this horrible panic attack last night and I just feel like all my progress isn't working and none of this is working for me. And I was like, whoa, 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 slow down, slow down, slow down. What did you just say before you said you had that panic attack? You said that yeah. you were having a great week. That's probably more days yeah. that were good out of the week than I before know. when you started your healing process, you know? Yeah. So it's like, and then just like understanding like when you're in it, today's a day, but tomorrow is a new day and this will pass and we will be back to our like, what's up, Allie? Welcome back to the Anxiety Chicks podcast. I know. I know. Well, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's almost like when you, um, I'm just, this is the first thing that comes to my mind, but when you have an evaluation at work, right? Like every couple of years you have a job about evalu- performance evaluation or something. And, you know, your supervisor tells you like a million things that you're doing great at. But then there's one thing that they're like, well, you, sh- you could work on this, maybe one, one or two like things. You could work on this just a little bit. And that's just what you fixate on. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. oh my gosh, great. So these are the things I was doing wrong. I'm not good yeah. enough because these are the things Absolutely. that are happening. So it's like you hyper-focus on those horrible two, like one or two things that are just basically because like everyone, there's room for improvement in everyone. Like nobody's perfect, but like right. you fixate so much on the things that you're doing wrong. Well, and- when you're when you're having a hard day, you do. And so when you sometimes when you hear all that toxic positivity, like I hate toxic positivity. Like if I'm having a bad day, I'm going to have a bad day. Wait, what, what do you mean by toxic positivity? Just be happy. Like today's a day to be grateful for. Like we should just oh, get outside right. and like like right. seize okay. the day and like you know stuff like that. Just like 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 not like allowing, dismissing, like dismissing yeah. everything. It is. Like it you're is. fine. It's beautiful outside. Just get you're up. You're okay. Go. You're okay. Yeah. It's yes. fine. Like come oh on, God. let's go. No. It's like no, you know, I'm I'm gonna allow myself this day, and I'm gonna understand that it's a day. We all have days, and yeah. when I say days, I mean like rough days, like just not going our way. And the best thing we can do for ourselves that day is if we have things that are planned, like say you have a social event and you're just really, you can't, it is okay to cancel and be like, today I need a day for me because life is short. And if I don't have tomorrow, then at least I took care of myself today. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. It's, it's, it's like, you do have to just like let yourself be, have those days literally like, and you just, just have to sit look. in them yeah yes. and just be like what yeah. can I do today just to like even make myself feel good like right now it's 10 30 guys and I'm in my pjs and if that makes me feel freaking good then whatever right <laughs> I go I go back to the place of like okay look at how far healing has taken me back then I would have just kept pushing through right which what yeah. what happens then it leads us to a cycle of a lot of bad days yeah. If you don't take time to, to to take care of yourself during the bad days, the bad days continue. I mean, honestly, I yeah. I, I think there's just like a lot that you cannot really control certain to- at certain moments in your life. And that's really when I feel like 
I don't know, my healing is like all over the place because yeah. I just can't control a lot of stuff. And like in relationships, like you shouldn't control your partner, right? Like that's not what it's, it's about. It's hard not to when you have a perfectionist personality or questioning personality or um you know, it, it's hard. I mean, I would say I'm the same. Like I could even find like two things or a small thing about my husband when we were dating that I'm like, ooh, I, I don't know about that. What if there's like someone else that like matches that more? But then I forget of all, all the amazing things that he does have that someone yeah. else wouldn't. 100%. It's so hard when you are a control freak. It really is. Yeah, yeah. And it's actually, I hate the word control freak. Ugh, I, I know. I label myself that. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I, I like control. I like things to go a certain way, but you know? Yeah. I just, I, I think that, you know, that's, that's the thing too, I, that I'm proud of of myself for, for this episode even, because I've been so scared to talk about certain things with him within my like own anxiety and like myself and stuff just for, again, my fear of like abandonment and like the fear. And I also don't want to put like pressure on him to think that he needs to like to be so scared that he can't say something because, oh my right. gosh, is she going to like freak out? Is she going to be anxious if I say, you know, like what is that? You can't have a relationship like that either. And I, I, I don't, I don't feel like he'll be like that. Like, I feel like it's hard to even like pre-think. Right. No, I know. But um, what I, I mean, my point of saying this was that I was, I've been so, you know, just controlled with everything that like, oh, I'm fine or I'm doing better. Like I'm on this healing journey and I, I'm really just, I'm going to, you know, whether I'm in this relationship or not, you know, I've come so far. So I know how to manage my emotions better and I can regulate myself so much better. And it's like, you know, I'll be great. No, fine. Whatever. I won't ever, you know, have those type of like episodes anymore. Right. Which isn't true because nothing ever just like is cured. Like I can't be cured. I can't just like not be worried ever again in my life. I just can't ever be scared again in my life. Like I I know how to – I manage them a lot better than I used to, those emotions, like fear and, and worry. But I still have days like today where things happen in your life and parts of my relationship I cannot – really, I don't have control over, but I do have control over the way that I respond to them. So now I'm taking control over today. And instead of like holding it in and not talking about it and not reaching out to my support system, I really struggle with reaching out for help a lot of times. And instead of that, I literally reached out to my therapist. I texted a couple friends about it. And I just open about having like a hard, hard day. I posted all my stories and I was like, let's do an episode about it. <laughs> I just need to get it out. Like I decided to look at that. Wait, take and- a moment for that. <laughs> Give yourself a freaking pat on the back. Like, I'm not kidding. Like, look at that. That is growth. Yeah. No, and I, I think that's what we all need. Like when we're all going through that, like, you know, the, I know you get these DMs too of people being like, I'm doing all the things and, and I, I, I was feeling good and now I'm back to square one. I think it's all about going back and reminding ourselves what, what have we, like how far have we came? Like yeah. you, like what you just said, like, oh my gosh, like would Allie 10 years ago have done that? Oh my gosh. No. Are you kidding? I probably would have just literally not talk to anybody and cried in my room for like hours 
and then pretended and everything was up fine. with the guy and never talked right. to him again pretended and everything was fine probably <laughs> went to the bar <laughs> definitely definitely either like self-sabotaged in a different way which i would have maybe you know gone out with someone else or something i would have done something so wrong to hurt right. him which for, horrible. for like yeah yeah instead of just being open yeah and would have just been like don't need you vic- victim Thank blaming you next. myself Right. But like, yeah, just completely unhappy and immature. And, you know, and yeah, you're right. I am giving myself, I am giving myself credit. I am um, also being very scared that he might listen to this. (laughs) Like, oh, well, I guess whatever. Like I, I can't, I share things about my life. And if that's what it is, that's what it is. I just... And what happens is what happens. But I if can't. If he does listen to this, I mean, that just shows a guy, though. Like, that just shows a good guy. If he takes the time to truly, like, listen to this, like, that's, that's, yeah. that's good. He has, he's listened to it. I don't think episodes. my husband's listened to an episode. So <laughs> <laughs> he just, like, does not. Aww, See, like, he you're... does not get anxiety, like, does not understand it, does not get it. And, loves me through it. I mean, so. but everyone has the emotion of worry and fear. So he must get scared at some point or worry, but but maybe he doesn't love get to, to a see point. It, Allie. I mean, he, he's not superhuman. Everybody has sometimes everyone is way. scared it's and irritating. everyone is worried. Like not there's not one person that doesn't feel those emotions at some point in their life. <sighs> but maybe it's just not to an extreme state yeah. like anxious people have, you know? But yeah. Um but yeah, I so anyway, but yeah, so it is what it is. Um, you know, I'll probably try and, you know, today after this, try and like you said, make sure I give myself compassion throughout the day. I do have work later tonight. Um, I'm trying to just focus on, you know, being in contact with people that make me feel supported today, not trying to overanalyze the texting thing and if I'm not hearing from him or whatever it's it is what it is I I've also figured out you guys that there's something about texting and the space between me not seeing him that makes me feel like I could like scream yeah like I don't know why space is so hard for me and it's actually really healthy to have space in, in the beginning right. and I don't know why you're it's being like, tested this need of, you know, not hearing from him for a couple hours, which is like normal, right? Like someone's working or whatever. Like it's not not even normal. I mean, everyone has different expectations and relationships, but I don't know why in my mind it's like, oh my gosh, if I don't hear from him, it's this like anxious, right, attachment, like, oh yeah. my God, I'm being abandoned. Yeah. I'm being abandoned. And like being right, right? like and ghosted or whatever, even though deep down I know he would not – would never do that right now. Right, like right. That. So I'm trying to figure out why that connection is so important to me because, because guess what? Because your past. I know, but like guess what? I keep thinking of this. If this was 20 years ago, no one – we wouldn't even have texting. I just talked yeah. to him on the phone probably after work, you know, right. on the evenings. Maybe not every night either. You know, like texting – was even was not even around 20 years ago. Like what did people do when they were dating? 
They just didn't, they didn't even know a difference. No, they didn't know it. They didn't even care. They were like, well, there isn't even an opportunity to do it. So basically. Maybe that was healthier. uh, 100% it was. Are you kidding me? Yeah. There are so many great things about smartphones and technology these days, but like it is for social things. Like, and there's great things about social media, but for actual like communication, I feel like a healthy communication within romantic relationships or even like friendships or family I mean, how many people I know get into like text arguments? It's like you can't or like you can't. talking about you can't. certain things through text. It's like you have to be in front of each other. The body yeah. language, like the tone, how you can interpret things is so different on text versus when you're in person with someone. So, yeah, you know, I don't know. I think it's when just When do you important. see him next? His birthday is Wednesday, so tomorrow night I'm taking him out for his birthday. And well, I that's have, probably not a good time. <laughs> all these gifts, I know. I was thinking that. I'm like, whatever. I, I mean, I appreciate him, and I want to give him what I got him because it's, you know, I, you know, want to give him <laughs> what he means to me. You know, certain things that I've got over the past couple weeks. Oh, so yeah, but you know, it's not going to stop me from like having conversations that right. like might be important to me. I mean, I don't right. really want to ruin his birthday, and he's going away with his family for a little bit too. Um, to like on vacation, so I don't know. We'll see if anything. Really, for you, did they I want you to go? Anything. No, I haven't even met his family. Yet. Oh, <laughs> I'm right, go on vacation right, right. with them. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> I'm here. here. Nice to meet you. And his son's going to be there. Yeah. No. Um, so, you know, again, I don't – after like listening to a lot of things about relationships and just communication with everyone and anyone in general, it's almost like you do want to sort of make sure you have – you just get a little bit clear about what really is going on, you know, in yourself. Yeah. And you want to focus on using I statements, right? Like, I feel sad because of this. Like, you don't ever want to try and say, like, you're doing this. Like, right. you're not texting me enough. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. You know, like, no, it's not. Attacking. About, yeah. yeah. It's not even just more like I feel, you know, <laughs> I feel abandoned when you don't text me because I struggle with an anxious attachment, which is not saying that you need to be like texting me every – like putting an alert on your phone to text me every hour. <laughs> like now that you shouldn't have to do that, right? Like, he has alarm set at 15-minute yeah, intervals. no, no, right. Like you shouldn't have to do that. But I want you to know like just that this is happening within me. Oh my gosh. So he never even yes. was so in he that didn't like – have texting. Yeah. No, but he never even was in that like overly texting state with dating someone. Right. Right. Because like my husband, like we don't we don't text throughout the day. Like I'll see him when he gets well, home. That's what that's so funny. That's what so many of my other friends say yeah. to me too. They're like, but no, we don't but- even text. Like I we don't even hear from each other. And I'm like, that's why I know it's something within me. And that's what I've said to him. Like right. and I want to make sure he knows that like this part of me is not it's not his job to like fix me. Right. Right. Like, he, I just want him to support me through it and kind of hear me and understand that I struggle with it. So I'm not sure why I'm so kind of just hyper-focused on this texting thing because I know that there are so many 
people that I talk to that have significant others or whatever. And they're like, we don't even talk to each other throughout the day or whatever, you know? I, <laughs> and so there is something more within me that just feels this sense of abandonment when I just am not physically or like, you know, um, connected, like somehow connected to this person all the time, which it, it really shouldn't be this type of like need of connection, right? It shouldn't be a need. It should be like, this is, you know, this is, this is good. This is, I want, I want this connection and I, I feel it. But even if I don't every single second of the day, that's healthy. Like you don't, what I'm describing that I am learning about is codependency and that is not healthy. I should not need that. Like that space is good. That space is healthy for every single couple, whether you've been together six months or six years or like 60 years, that still is healthy, you know, like having your having your lives coming together, finding a balance about that. And I'm learning that about myself. And I think I'm just nervous that when I talk about this, who might expect that he needs to like fix it or something. And that puts so much pressure on him, but I don't want him to fix. Like it's not his job to fix yeah. me, but I just want him to kind of sit with me and recognize that he understands it, not that he needs to fix anything because I'm working on myself and, you know. I I think I would, if I was him, I would see it as you're just a passionate person. Every project you start, you put your whole heart, mind, and soul into it. And that's just how you are. You don't, fi- you don't finish things at halfway. You finish things at completion. And in your head, it's not done correctly if you're not talking or catching up or something you know what I mean it's like everything's a project and you structure your projects yeah yeah I mean I don't think I'm trying not to think of my healing as like a project because then I feel like I put expectations on myself that are unrealistic like all right when I do this course then I'll be like better or when I you know do this exercise, then my anxiety will go away. Or, you know, like if I do this three times, then I'll be totally better because it doesn't work like that for me. At least I don't, sometimes when I'm like this, I don't even know what'll work. Like I think I said today, I woke up, I did like a virtual EMDR thing. I meditated. I took a walk outside. um, Also, um, and I'm still feeling, I'm feeling a little better, but you need to give yourself grace. Didn't you say you just started birth control? Oh my God, yes. Yeah. I've been thinking about that. I've been thinking about uh, that. Yeah, yeah. I know. I, I've been thinking about if that's been like affecting me. I don't know. Especially- I got off birth control. I know. Listen, I know. But I'm- when I started it, girl, I was an emotional roller coaster. I felt like I could just cry watching a dog run across the yard. Yeah. So I no, think I like know. journaling, journaling the process of when you started and like recognizing like, hey, look, like right now I'm a little more sensitive. Like I am starting mm-hmm. a medication like grace. I know. I know. I've thought about that, especially too, because I've been – um Hormones are no joke. <laughs> I know. And my body has been – my body uh, has not been – looking the same way since I started it. It's definitely more like bloating and stuff happening. Yeah. And I am so hard on myself with my body. 
Yeah. So there's been a lot of more intrusive thoughts the last couple of weeks since I started I would, just about my looks. I would and note like, that. I would note that. Like note, note those things because they can switch your – I mean I had friends who they just kept like puffing and they like could switch their birth control to a different one that was more of like a diuretic or mm-hmm. – it, it's all about finding the one that works for you. But also like understanding yeah. that birth control is almost like tricking the body into thinking it's pregnant. I know. Basically with the hormones. So reminding yourself that like your body right now is just like, like when's the last time your body has seen birth control? I know. That's what I was thinking like a long time ago. <laughs> so your body is probably like, oh my gosh, Allie is having a child. Like, <laughs> I mean, a long time ago. Totally. Yeah. And I, it was a long time that I actually, a long time ago that I did this, this actual birth control. Cause I was doing the Nuva ring for a while and I'm thinking like, maybe I'll try that again, but I didn't love it the last time I did it, but I'm like, it was, I think better than this. So I'm like thinking maybe, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, I'm don't gonna they have give like it- non-hormone runs now? Whatever is that the my- Nuva ring? No, I think whatever my, um, my gyno gave me, she gave me the, like lowest, lowest, because yeah. I had told her about it. So I only yeah. get my period like three times a year or four times a year. Oh my gosh. So it's like That's- a three month thing. But I think also, I think I feel a little bit more balanced. You know, like it's been two weeks. I think once I get to yeah. the next yeah. week and the week I think after, like four, my, yeah, four. Yeah, my body will six. be kind of balanced out with it now. Um, but, you know, you're right. It's all these factors in your life. So you have to remember the you different things. You have to. Things yes. That you are have to go back. Yeah. <laughs> and the and different be like, stressors. why? Yeah. Like, it's okay if I'm here, right? Mm-hmm. Like, being like, let me think of all these things. Okay, Ali, you started birth control. You have a new relationship. Da, 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 da. They all, it's a domino effect. Yeah. I know. I know. And we all I know. come crashing down at some point. We all do. We all have down days, downfalls. Yeah. No, totally. I think it's, yeah, I think it's, (laughs) I think it's important to just remember that you are, that, that healing is not linear, right? That's the whole point of this episode is that healing is not linear and you're going to have those days and you just need, you're right. You need to have grace. And this is what I wrote in my story. You need to have acceptance that these are going to happen again and you need to have compassion for yourself. Like compassion is so important. I said in my story today that I know when I get like this in my head, it's really my, you know, 10-year-old self just being terrified of being alone and being mm-hmm. and and not knowing how to say what I feel because when I try and do that, people dismiss me or don't validate me. So feeling like I'm not allowed to do that. And I need to literally hug that little girl and tell her that she matters and that she'll be okay and that she deserves to be loved and that she deserves – Yeah, and that she deserves to be heard and she deserves to say what's on her mind. Yeah. Even even if the outcome – you know, it can be scary. She still deserves to do that. And Well, think about it this way. You said, all right, I almost broke up with him. So you were going to lose him that way? So if you say all you say that's on your heart and you I know, use right. him the other way. Guess whatever, right. Guess if it happens, then it happens, right? It's either I do that, 
do it. Hey, and you still have all of I us. Say. We're we're never gonna leave you, and we're all rooting for you. Like seriously, everybody who listens right now, we're all like, "Go, Allie! Aww. Go, Allie!" You guys are so sweet. Now I feel I like know. we should it's- change the name of this podcast to like. Um, uh, Road no, to Ali's Marriage 2K. <laughs> I, I love this. I love the name of our podcast. Oh my gosh! What? No way! I don't know. Please, no. It is not about that at I'm all. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, but regardless, I think you know, with telling you about how it's affecting me, like how the healing process has been affecting me in my life, and you know, I, I you know how have you ever heard that? Um, some kind of mental health or even just not even just like health and wellness kind of experts talk about we that we have like different seasons in our life. You yeah. Heard that? Yeah. That's kind of how I'm trying to look at this or feel about it is sort of like entering a new season. This is well, I don't know. I think the next like starting last year with COVID and stuff and what happened with my dad that was still going it's still going on but also i've started this new season of kind of dating and yeah. really recognizing this season of love for myself um which started with my ex you know that you guys know about <laughs> and now um but you know this is just my season of what's happening and i hope that you know at this point i i'm not looking too far ahead, but I, I can see who I'm with now. Like I just like being with him. So it's like, that's what I see. That's who I see. Right. Um, but again, it's just kind of, this is a season of my, of love for me and I'm trying to figure it out <laughs> at 41. I'm, so I hope, what? I hope there's people probably listening that are like, Ugh. I'm still trying to figure it out. And I'm like, freaking timeline. You know, there are people that are still trying to figure it out that told me that, you know, that are old, way older. And Heck who yeah. really has it figured out, though? Let's no be honest. One. If you haven't who, figured it out, said let that, me know. Whoa. And who said that the people who get married on timeline are happy? You know, it's like, okay, you checked all the boxes off, but are you actually happy? That's you never know. So, yeah. It's all about finding the true love instead of just rushing the timeline. 100%. And also being honest with yourself and honest yeah. with the person that you're with. I think with. you're at the most beautiful, like, part of your life. Like, because you've done so much. Like, I know you're like in that season right now of like, I have, I've, I'm crashing, but like, I see you've done so much growth and you look at dating in a whole different perspective than a 20 year old at the bar who's like, you're hot. You know what I mean? Uh, I've been there. <laughs> so, yes. I, I know, but you. imagine, so imagine marrying the 20 year old at the bar versus like the way you're dating now. Like, you, you'll know yeah. that when you get married, you truly are with the person who you've done all the work for. You know I, what I agree. Mean? I 100% so like, agree. Screw timelines. Yeah, yeah. And so just be honest with yourself. And if you're having a setback or if you feel like you've had those days where, you know, you're just so – You beat like yourself day, up. Like the day before, you just felt like cloud nine, like you've made so much progress in the last couple of weeks. You know, you're, you've had a great conversation with someone that led somewhere great or, you know, even though there's – adversities going on in your life, you feel like you've been able to balance it out and and really just feel more balanced. And then the next day, you're just 
figuring out that like you're just like life sucks. What is going on? Why am I miserable <laughs> today? It will pass. Tomorrow is a new day. Literally, Allow sit on it. To- yeah, I always say like, do not act on. Give yourself twenty four hours before acting on an emotion. Hmm. Wow, I like that. Yeah. So like, if today's a rough day, like you know how many rough days I've had, and then I wake up the next day and I'm like, chill. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh, it's just my hormones. Oh, my period's here. <laughs> And yeah, and make it a point to, you know, maybe get some extra support if you need it. Like yeah. today I, you know, I messaged my therapist. I was like, do you have anything earlier, you know, this week? And she did. So I'm like, thank you. You know, sometimes I'm not like in a crisis situation, but it'd be nice you to message have. her. You're like crisis. And then she gets on the yeah. appointment and you're like, no. so listen. <laughs> Obviously that's different. If you are in one, you call 911, please. If anyone listening, it feels like they're in crisis. Um, or their emergency hotline, but um, but yeah. So make sure you're you're writing about it and like talking about it with someone too. That's very important in healing. So yes. But thanks for listening to <laughs> my thanks friends. Little uh, I don't even. I feel like this was a therapy session for me. So thanks y'all for being my therapist. <laughs> um, but I appreciate it, and we will be here next week for another new episode. If you like us, please review and subscribe us. We would love it. Help raise awareness for anxiety and mental health. And um, leave us some feedback and follow us at The Anxiety Chicks. All right. Anything else, Taylor? No. Healing is not linear, my friends. Yes. Good. Leave it on that. All right. Talk to you later, guys. Bye. Bye. Hi, healers. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of The Anxiety Chicks with Taylor and I. As always, you can find us on Instagram. You can find me, Allison Sepinera, as The Anxiety Healer and Taylor as health underscore anxiety. And as always, you can check out The Anxiety Healing School. I just dropped a new course called When Panic Attacks, Triggers That Create Fear and How to Overcome Them all about overcoming your anxious triggers and finding more awareness on what contributes to your anxious thoughts and giving you all the tools on how to overcome them. Uh, It's a self-paced course, and if there's any struggle with finances, there's a payment plan available as well, so go to theanxietyhealingschool.com to check that out, and as always, go to peakofpanic.com to check out updates about Taylor's blog and her journal she's coming out with. Thanks, everyone. Happy healing. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.